Greetings and welcome to the Bible and Business Radio program and podcast. You can hear this uh, every week here at Faith Radio or on the Faith Radio website at myfaithradio.com. You can also listen to the podcast at the Bible and Business website at bibleandbusiness.com. That's Bible and Business, bibleandbusiness.com. I'm Bill English, and I'm the founder of Bible and Business, and I'm your host for today's program. You know, we're, we're uh, recording several types of programs here at the Bible and Business. Today's program is a type of program called the Profile in Stewardship. And this type of program is where we interview Christian business owners about how they integrate their Christian faith with their role and position as a business owner. Now, the reason that we do this is because Christian business owners have a unique stewardship responsibility before the Lord. God has entrusted a business to a business owner, and that business can produce profits. It can employ people. It can grow the talents and skills of the staff. And it offers products and services that enable the communities to flourish. And the business owner can use those resources entrusted to him or her to help move the kingdom of God forward in the marketplace. So in my talks with business owners, I've learned that most of them do not integrate their faith and their stewardship role in the same way. And almost to a person so far, those that I've talked to, none of them, uh, think that they're doing a very good job of it, <laughs> which is kind of odd to me, because uh, I think most of them are doing quite well at it. So uh, all of them have a humility and a shyness about discussing this topic, and that's why I'm so grateful today that Matt Tim, who's the owner of Magnetic North, has uh, agreed to join us. Now, Matt, you own a full-service digital marketing agency that assists businesses when they need to implement Internet marketing-based strategies. And who doesn't need that today, right? Exactly. We're a key component of helping companies grow and uh, also flourish in the community, and um, so we take pride in our in our role in doing that. Yeah, and and uh, and just for uh, interest of full disclosure, Matt and I have worked on a project together, and that's how uh, Matt and I got to know each other. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, we're going to just dive in here, Matt. Thank you for coming today, and thank you for your willingness to be open. And to be a little bit vulnerable in front of other business owners, and uh, just just appreciate your willingness to do yeah, this. Yes, thanks for having me. Happy yeah. to be here. So let's first talk about your call to business ownership. It was interesting uh, that you and I were talking beforehand, and uh, I was asking you what you find, what types of things you find driving you to your knees in prayer. And one of the elements that you mentioned was, well, what's God's call for me? in this moment, in this season of my life as a business owner. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So I had um, enjoyed a pretty successful career um, in a number of different leadership positions across different technology businesses and was found myself in a position where uh, a transition was in front of me. And I had always felt this this inkling that I wanted to start my own business and be an owner as opposed to um, you know just in a leadership position. And so all the way through my career, I've taken time to to pray about, um, you know, what God's call was for for my, you know, next direction. And in this instance, it was um, it was very challenging um, to really understand if God wanted me to take this this turn in my career and start a business of my own. Um, I've got four kids, um, uh, my my wife and um they were going into co- into high school and college, and so it was um, it was a significant time in our life, and so it's a risky time to go start a business, for sure. And um, so, is that really what God wanted me to do? 
You know, it's so hard to know when to assume risk and how much risk to assume as as God is leading us in a certain direction. And yet I find that God doesn't uh, ask us to do anything significant in business or ministry without significant risk. No, that's absolutely true. You know, throughout the Bible, God calls people to take action and take steps, right? It's mm-hmm. not just about having faith, but it's also about taking action with your faith. And so if you really trust God to take care of you, take care of your family, um, then you've got to take some risk. And and this was a point in our life where we decided that it was worth taking that risk, and we felt like that was what God's call was, and so we, we took the move. So with every risk, there's inherent danger that potentially could happen. So was the risk for you that, that you assumed, was the risk something where, well, we might drain this bank account trying to start this business, and if it doesn't work, then we have nothing left to fall back on? Or was it more of a risk of, I'm going to go out and borrow money to get this thing started? Or was it more of an opportunity cost? I'm going to say no to this real lucrative opportunity in order to start this business. (laughs) Or was it all three? (laughs) Well, the answer is yes. (laughs) The answer is yes, it was all three. Uh, On one hand, you've got a career. Um, and you've got a track record and, uh, and a background. And so you put that at risk when you say, I'm going to set that aside and I'm going to do something on my own. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have some savings that we could draw upon. And so we had to leverage that, obviously. And so uh, that becomes a risk point. Um, and then we did also borrow some money along the way um, as well in order to make the business go. So the answer is yes. Yes. And so and you probably also rebranded yourself. Uh, from one career to another, or 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 did this flow out of the former career that you? No, had? this was absolutely a rebranding. So, my background is actually I'm an engineer, um, not a marketing guy by training. I did do an MBA and really? I understood marketing very well. Yeah, um, but one of the calls for me in terms of starting this business was I had been in a leadership position in a previous company and could see people killing it online, but I didn't know how to do that. Uh huh. And so. You know, the investment thesis on starting the business was I'm not the only person who's struggling with this. There are other business owners who also don't understand this. So I did the deep dive. But, you know, for me, it was learning that discipline and then also starting a business to sell that discipline, which is obviously challenging. So uh, if you already have that skill set and you start a business, obviously um, you're just leveraging as something you already know. But for me, it was I'm going to have to restrict earnings for a period of time while I really learn this and then go out and start a business that, that implements it. Well, rebranding yourself can be very difficult, especially if you're in your 40s or 50s. Uh, yes. And, yeah. And uh, But yet yeah, it can also be quite exciting. I find that when God calls us to something significant, he often calls us also, in a sense, to rebrand ourselves. And so uh, you might be a pastor today, tomorrow you might be a missionary. Today you might be in engineering, tomorrow, in your case, you're in marketing. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, God says he makes us perfect through our weaknesses, right? And so that's, you know, God uses our weaknesses to show his strength in us. And so, you know, this was a great opportunity for God to really teach me something about relying on him um, to lead me through this process. So thinking back in your times of prayer with the Lord, as you were looking at starting Magnetic North and uh, and getting this whole business going, which, by the way, has been very successful and is a very solid company from everything I can see in the work you did with our mm-hmm. uh, uh, common client was very good work. Thank you. Um, what what went on between you and God where you – I just just think back to that for a moment – where you really kind of came to the conclusion that God is leading me 
to start this business. I, it's not that I want to do this and I'm asking for God's blessing, but God is taking me in this direction and it's scary and it's risky and I need to process that with God and I need to process it with my wife and, and other things. What were, do you remember two or three elements of that, uh, a process that you might be willing to share <laughs> with others who might also be looking to start a business? Right. So I've told a lot of people that um, I knew what it meant to hyperventilate, but I have never <laughs> hyperventilated until I started my own business. And so I have personal experience with that now. Yeah, I know more business owners that have panic attacks after owning a business than before. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, for me, um, my prayer time really is very early in the morning. I'm an early riser, so okay. it might be 4, 4.30 in the morning. And literally on my knees in prayer and asking God, you know, what direction do you want me to take with with my life? Um, what's the right call for me? And I have considered doing um, work in the church full time. Um, I could easily go back and, and take on another uh, position at a different company. Um, and I, I talk in, uh, in our notes about, you know, the story of Elijah. Right. And so Elijah had just witnessed this incredible miracle where God had proven himself um, on an altar, and then he goes and hides in the mountains, and um, he is looking for God's uh, word to him in terms of what mm-hmm. he's supposed to do. Right. And uh, and it's not in the thunder, and it's not in the lightning, and it's not in the earthquake, but it's right. in the whisper. Right. Right. And so the challenge I think for us is to figure out how to hear that whisper and to really understand what God's call feels like in our lives. Um, for me, yeah, as I looked at other opportunities to take positions in different companies, it was almost like my body was rejecting the notion of taking on these roles. So there was a physical response here, not just uh, an urgency in prayer. Absolutely. And and as these other positions made themselves available to me, and I looked at it and I thought, ah, it, it's just not feeling right. And as I con- continued to search about business ownership, it did feel right. Now, it didn't feel right for my wife, and I'll be the first one to say that you know, she struggles. She likes to have a name badge and a lanyard around her neck and go to work someplace you know, where she's part of a bigger organization. Um, and so this was a big stretch for her. Um, mm-hmm. But she is also a strong believer and trusted that the call that I was feeling was the right call. Mm-hmm. And uh, has been very supportive along the way in in terms of doing this. Yeah, it's it, the sensing the call of God to me. You just sense that you can't do anything else, and that uh, you just feel compelled to go this direction, right. even though you don't have all the ducks in a row, and even though all the the steps are not defined for you. Right. And maybe the business plan isn't all that clear, and it isn't all Americanized the way people like it to be. But you just know you got to go this direction, right? Yeah. yeah, you can have a business plan, and I certainly have a, had a. I had a business plan for this one. I've written lots of business plans. Yeah, most of the business plans, of course, we're using outside funds in order to get them running. I've done that about three times. It's a different business plan when you're bootstrapping and it's your own cash. Yes, and when God is sharing the risk and He's shouldering the risk, then you have the faith and confidence that no matter what happens, God is going to protect you and is going to supply your need as he has promised in scripture. Right. right. So we're talking today with Matt Tim, who's the owner of Magnetic North, a digital marketing agency. And uh, Matt, how would they get a hold of you? Just real quick. What's your email address? Uh, M.Tim at magnorth.com or just go to the website magnorth.com. Okay. And Tim is T-I-M-M. That's right. Yeah. T-I-M-M. So M.Tim at magnorth.com. You're listening to the Bible and Business here on Faith Radio and the Bible and Business website. But we're going to be back right after this. Lead me on, lead me on. 
as a business owner or manager, maybe you've thought, I've got a talented team, but they seem to be confused or underperform. Or maybe you've had high turnover, losing some key team members. Have you taken a good look at yourself, not just your management skills, but also your heart? At BibleAndBusiness.com, Bill English provides a checklist of potential issues and also scriptural points to help you take a step back, reflect on, and to help you get honest with yourself and your team. Check out the article, The Top 10 Things Business Owners Do That Demoralize Their Employees, at BibleAndBusiness.com. And welcome back. This is Bill English, uh, the founder of Bible and Business. You're listening to the Bible and Business program and podcast here at Faith Radio, as well as on the Bible and Business website. And today, uh, we're continuing our discussion with Matt Tim, who is the owner of Magnetic North, a marketing and digital services agency. Can I put it that way? That's perfect. You bet. Uh, boy, I got something right today. <laughs> way to go, Bill. And uh, in, the, in the last segment, we had talked about, uh, Matt, your call to uh, ownership and how you would get very quiet and hear the whisper and the, and the small, still voice of God that right. is described in, in uh, First Kings with the story about Elijah. Um, let's, let's explore that a little bit more. How do you hear the voice of God? I have some ideas on this, but I'm interested uh, to talk with you first about what's that experience like? Is it audible? Is it not audible? How do you hear God's voice when you're praying? You know, I had uh, I had one experience as a as a high school student um, where I was debating where I should go with my life, and uh, and I was praying at that time about would I become a pastor or would I take more of a technical path? Um, and I would say to you that God actually was physically present in my bedroom that night mm. um, while I was deep in prayer, and uh, it was an incredible experience. Uh, the feeling that uh, that I was actually having a conversation with Jesus, you know, that that evening. Um, most of the time, it's not that direct. Most of the time, it really is just uh, being in prayer and and asking that, that God would guide you and lead you. Um, I've had other experiences where uh, a phone rang and answered a question that I had just almost immediately, even while still in prayer. So I would say that there's been a lot of opportunities where God has really taken a, a pretty dramatic um, presence in my life and, and tried to help answer those questions. But most of the time, and, and I think the case in, in this, it, it's just that call. It's that feeling that the other things don't feel right, and this does feel right. And as other opportunities present themselves, it's it's just not the right thing for, for me and my family to do. Yeah, so my experience... The word feel is probably the word that we would use to describe it, but it's generally not a physical feeling. It's more of a, I want to say it's a sense in our spirit right. where, where right. we just, we just know that this is, this is the right direction and this other direction is not the right direction. And when we talk to God and we say, God, what, what should I be looking at? You know, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to behave? How do you want me to think here? Uh, for me, it's just thoughts that come into my mind, right. and and my spirit senses that those are from God. Right. Now, I've had people uh, say to me, you know, well, Bill, you know, Satan can mimic that, and Satan can uh, put thoughts into your mind too. And my response is, well, that's true, but your spirit won't align with it. You'll you'll get a check in your spirit, right? Right. And uh, and and as, and as a result, you you can learn to discern between the voice of God and the voice. 
and I think the distracting voice uh, of the enemy. Is that something like your yeah, experience? Yeah, no, I think it is. And, and I think part of this, too, is that you have to be in a relationship with God. You yes. have to be in that daily conversation. And it's if you if it's just a point in time and then you don't, you know, you're not in prayer again for a week or a month or whatever that is, then uh, you might miss that. And I think so part of really seeking God's guidance in our life for taking big steps like like starting a business or uh, what you need to do with your business, you need to be in that relationship where you're constantly in conversation with God. And then mm-hmm. you learn, I think, through that, you know, to hear and feel what that guidance is. And so business owners who develop this skill then can use this throughout the day, every day, as, as, as they're facing decisions. And I think this is probably one of the areas where Satan tries to distract us and keep us from using our businesses to move the kingdom forward. He comes along and, and says, oh, man, you got a lot to do. You don't have time to pray today. Or why don't you just pray in the car on the way to work? God will be right. okay with that. God understands how busy you are. He understands how much stress you're under. And, boy, you know, you got to do a lot of work tonight. And getting up at 4.30, really? I mean, you need your sleep and you need your rest. And, <laughs> right, right. And there's all these things that Satan subtly puts into our minds to pull us to cause us to drift away from God and we don't hear his voice in decision making and then we end up making really crummy decisions in business and then we expect God to come in and fix it right right you know as a society we are so overcommitted on our schedules it's so difficult to try and squeeze everything in and business owners have all of the standard you know obligations in their schedule plus the issues of owning a business and the decisions that have to be made so it is really time consuming and strenuous on people but you have to find that time and carve mm-hmm. out that time to be in in conversation with with God you know it's almost like saying you got to carve out time to work on your business not just in it right and uh, and doing this uh, hearing the voice of God and developing that skill in my estimation is a core skill it's a foundational stewardship skill one of them, that Christian business owners need to develop if we're really going to uh, move the kingdom forward in the marketplace. Right, right. One of the verses that I've used is Psalm 5.3, and it says, In the morning, Lord, hear, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Um, you know, for me, that is a critical part of my day, is to get up and before you start to get hit with all of the clutter and the scheduling commitments and all of the things when your mind is fresh, take that moment. It's dark in the house. Nobody else is up yet. Spend your time on your knees in prayer, Mm -hmm. getting that conversation going with God. Yeah, getting your heart and your mind aligned with God about your business and really about your life and and finding balance in your life, right? Right. Right. Uh, Making sure that you're paying attention and giving uh, what you should to your wife and to your children and to your church and to your community as well as to your business. Right, right. There's, there's a lot there to go uh, to really talk to God about. So there are some other verses that you use that you lean on as, as a business owner. Can you talk about one or two of them here? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, um, you know, one of the points here is that I – it's not that I have a Bible verse hanging on the wall in my office, and, and maybe I should. But I, I don't know that you should. Right, but it was – to understand that I'm a, I'm a person who is a Christian and I'm a father and I'm a business owner. And those things are all intertwined. They're not distinct. Um, so the two verses really that I go to day in and day out uh, in my life, in my relationship with God is first Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, so this is spoken by the prophet Jeremiah while the people of Israel are uh, in exile. And, uh, and he says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future. 
And in those moments when we're afraid of the future and we're not sure what's going to happen next and, and, uh, and, and we're hyperventilating, <laughs> uh, this verse has always been calming for me because I know that God really does have a plan and I don't know what that is and I just need to trust in him. And, and it sounds a bit cliche, um, but really having that level of trust, particularly when you're taking some steps financially and with your career as a business owner, um, that that's a, a verse that I've drawn on many many times. Uh, that verse, if your if your business is headed south and you're experiencing tight cash, or maybe uh, some key employees have left and they've all left at the same time, and now you have void it's voids in uh, in key positions, can be can feel like a little bit of a cliche. Well, yeah, God, you got a plan to prosper me and not to harm me, but look at what you just did, and. Uh, you know, for those kinds of situations, I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, it's, it's as if, it's as if you need to go back to God and say, God, are you disciplining me? Right. Is there a sin in my life that you're disciplining me for? And if not, then what's the way forward? Because God's not surprised by any of these negative things that happen. Well, and I think, you know, over time, as you've got experience in this relationship with God and you've got experience in your business, you start to learn to look back on things and, and see God's hand in those struggles, uh, the times that we've had, you know, tough cash flow, the times that we've not had um, customer wins the way we, we thought we needed to, uh, the times where we had personnel issues, etc. You can look back on those situations and say, "Wow, look at the outcome. That mm-hmm. was God." And so, after you've seen that happen, you know, I'm, I'm not smart, but I'm not stupid. After you've seen that happen, <laughs> you know, four, five, six, seven times, yeah. then you say, okay, this situation must also be God teaching me something. So I'm going to sit back, I'm going to learn from this, and try to figure out what God is trying to teach me, and that helps you not, you know, panic uh, in those situations, and you realize, okay, God's at work here. Let's just figure out what this is going to be. Yeah. And and really to be very to be very blunt here, you're just a steward of that which God has given to you in the American sense, Matt, you own the business, but in the eternal sense, you don't own it. It's an entrustment from God. And like James 1 says, when he brings a trial into your business, it's really about the testing of your faith. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so that's that's something for us uh, to look at. Let's look at Jeremiah 17.8. Is that another verse? It is. And that, so that's my second go-to verse um, throughout my life, um, business and otherwise. Um, again, Jeremiah is saying to the people in exile, they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails mm. to bear fruit. And so that in combination with the first verse, to me, it's just about, you know, when those trials do come, because they are going to come. They do come. uh, You know, you need to also still bear fruit. And so that's a check that says, okay, we're having a difficult time now, but we need to keep on track. We need to serve the Lord. We need to do our our part. We need to do stewardship. We need to use this business to further the kingdom. and so it, it, it's just a good reminder to us, I think. Yeah, every business owner that I've ever met, and I include myself in this because, you know, I owned a, a training business for yep. 12 years. Uh, every business has cash issues at some point, has personnel issues at some point. Many of us are going to have regulatory and compliance issues that, you know, we just didn't know. Right, right. And because we can't read 8 million pages of regulations. And uh, we're all going to have customer issues where we think we should have landed this customer and we didn't, or maybe we didn't perform well with this other customer and, and there's some remediation that we have to uh, go through. 
all of us face those, no matter what our walk is with the Lord. I think those things tend to be exacerbated if we're living with private sin in our lives. But even if we're living very righteously before God, those things are still going to happen. Right, right, absolutely. So it's part of owning a business. It it comes with the territory. It's part of God's call, I think, to business owners is that you're going to walk through some of these droughts. But yet you need to also still be bearing fruit. Yeah. And God's call is not necessarily about prosperity. It's about moving his kingdom forward in the marketplace. And that sometimes uh, may involve some suffering on our part as business owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) you need to recognize that prosperity is not necessarily what's going to come along with this. Um, you, You, you know, selfishly, I suppose, hope for that. Um, and maybe it will, but still, you know, it's day in and day out. What am I here to do, God? What, yeah. What's your call for me? Yeah, it is. Well, listen, we're talking with Matt Tim, who's the owner of Magnetic North, a marketing and digital services agency. You can get a hold of Matt at matt.tim at magnorth.com. Is that, that is correct? correct? That's perfect. Okay. Following the leader, the leader, the So what's the bottom line from today's uh, podcast and broadcast? Look, the bottom line is this, for me at least. We need to, as Christian business owners, we need to be hearing the voice of God on a regular basis. And you're not going to be able to do that if you're not spending consistent time in prayer with him, both about your personal life as well as about your business. Uh, Being able to hear the voice of God and make good decisions will help carry you through uh, the very tough times. So we're going to be talking more with Matt Tim in our Bible and Business After Hours segment, and you can hear that both at Faith Radio, MyFaithRadio.com, as well as Bible and Business. Thank you for listening today, and please join us offline for the Bible and Business After Hours with Matt Tim.